We have to go back! Welcome back to the Flashback Flicks Retro Movie Podcast. I'm Ricky. I'm Grayson. And today we have our first ever movie trivia challenge. 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 I mean, we do it all the time, just in passing. This is the first time we've really recorded it and displayed it right. for <laughs> the public. Yeah. So basically, if you are fans of the NerdSync podcast, which I'm sure you are, if you're not, give them a listen. Um, they do a comic book trivia challenge. Um, and inspired heavily by that, we want to do one based off of movies, since this is a podcast talking all about uh, retro movies and such. So I think this might be something that you will enjoy listener and Grayson I think this is also gonna be something you that you will enjoy I would hope so yes <laughs> uh but first before we get into it just want to thank everyone who has been uh following us on uh social media twitter and instagram we see you we thank you uh especially just want to say real quick uh I'm pulling up our twitter uh because uh Timothy uh made a reference to our last podcast uh, on when we reviewed Matilda and he pointed out that uh, uh, Roald Dahl, I got his name right, um, also did um, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Oh, that, yeah. That was, an, that was another book that he wrote and he, the tweet says, you forgot to mention Fantastic Mr. Fox is also a Roald Dahl adaptation. Mr. Dahl low-key makes hits. So, thank you, sir. And also, I uh, want to give uh, Lenisha uh, a shout out because she had some pretty awesome headcanon about um, Matilda. So her oh, nice. headcanon uh, piggybacking off of the idea that the um, that Matilda would also be in the X-Men universe. Her headcanon is mm-hmm. that little Brucey, who ate all the cake, could be the son of Blob. Oh, yeah. I like that. Yeah. And so... Maybe the, her, additionally, she says that uh, Miss Trunchbull making him eat the cake actually awakened his mutant powers. Yeah, I love it. That's quite a delicious origin story. <laughs> oh man, if my origin story just began with cake, we're off to a great start. But seriously, thank you guys so much. Keep the conversation going. We love it. Um, and maybe you might be featured on this conversation like now. But enough of us plugging our social media at Flashback Flicks on iTunes and Twitter. Uh, let's get into the trivia challenge. So this is how it's going to go. Uh, Grayson and I separately came up with questions that we will be going back and forth, quizzing each other on. Would you like to go first? Do you want me to go first? Um, I think it might be good if you go first because cards on the table I don't feel 100% confident <laughs> in what we're doing here. Okay. Uh, but... We have also tucked away IMDb. Typically, we we have it open and are yeah. frantically searching it throughout the <laughs> entirety of the podcast. But for this podcast, we have closed that tab. Yes. Yeah, so we will be keeping points and um, using the honor system. And pen and paper. Yeah, and pen and paper. So the only thing I have open right now are several programs that need to be closed. Um but my notes as well as my questions. So I will start with round one. Each round is going to have some kind of theme. My first round theme 
is movie remakes. So we live in an era where everything is constantly being remade, and we just long for the days of the classics, the original movies. But some of the movies that you might have as a favorite of yours might actually be a remake. So, Well, dang, Ricky. <laughs> shatter your perception of reality. Uh, so here's this. So I'm going to uh, go through. I have about 10 uh, movies. I'll, I'm going to tell you the movie title, and you have to tell me whether it is an original movie or a remake. And so I get a point for each correct one? Correct. Okay. Okay. So first question. Fight Club. I know that Fight Club was... Wait, are we counting... Uh, further question. Uh-huh. <laughs> are we counting adaptations from books? Gr- like, it was a book and then it was remade into a movie? We are only talking about if Fight Club, the 1999 film, we are talking about if the movie I am referencing is the original movie adaptation. Or if so it doesn't... is a movie remake. So is there another movie of Fight Club with essentially the same story out there? That is the question. Correct. I know that it was a book by Chuck Palahniuk. I don't believe there was another movie. Uh, I'm going to say it's original. You are correct. Wow. Nine more to go. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, great. So heading back a little bit further, um, the 1982 movie... The Toy, uh, starring Richard Pryor. That sounds like one of those movies where it it used to be like an old film because it only it has a very simple title. Mm. Back before they used up all the really simple titles, you know, like Fight Club, like like fi- yeah, you had to be like <laughs> Fight Club, and like oh, those are two things that didn't go to back then. You could just be like, this movie's called The Car. <laughs> this is. The woman. And and so I think The Toy was actually another movie before the Richard Pryor one. So I think the Richard Pryor version of The Toy is a remake. You are correct. Boom! Yeah, the original toy was called Le Jote, and it was a French film. Um, the original was the first film for French director Francis Weber, who would go on to direct and write films such as Le Dinner des Cons, the original Dinner for Schmucks. Oh. So Dinner for Schmucks, not in this quiz, uh, was also a remake. So my whole theory about simple titles was totally ridiculous. <laughs> Next one is Beetlejuice. Oh, the Beetlejuice. Now, I know that there was a subsequent television show that was animated that happened after the Tim Burton film. But if there is a Beetlejuice movie that happened before Beetlejuice, I want to see it. But I'm not aware of it, so I'm going to say it was an original. You are correct. Yes. That was a great animated series, oh, too. Oh, one of my favorites. I, I... I, was I used to watch that and then the animated series of... Um, the Adams Family. Yes. It's like a one-two punch yeah. of the macabre. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those were my favorites. What is it? Even though I should be scary, still I venture someplace scary. Uh, ghostly hauntings, I turn loose. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. They taught wow. incantations as a kid, and it stuck. <laughs> okay. Next up, the 1994 film, 
Angels in the Outfield. Mm, based on the novel Push by Sapphire. <laughs> um, Angels in the Outfield. That seems... So the premise is really sweet and innocent. And I don't remember there being anything specific to uh, the story that really put it in a certain era. Like it didn't have to be in that era. I'm going to say it's a remake. You are correct. Whoa. I'm... I'm playing the odds now. Yeah. You know, I just, four in a row, I don't know if I can keep this streak up. <laughs> yeah, so it was original, it was a remake of Angels in the Outfield. The movie came out in 1951. Um, sticking in the Disney genre and years, um, the 1993 Homeward Bound, The Incredible Journey. I don't think they could have gotten three animals to talk at the same time <laughs> until that technology i know mr ed used to chew on peanut butter yeah but i'm gonna say that was an original your first strike grayson oh it was actually a remake of the incredible journey from 1963 except it was all um voiceover narrated and so they didn't have animals talk it was just all narrated about just what the animals are doing. Uh, okay, so right now you have four correct. Uh, one X that will haunt me till I die. <laughs> All right, next up is the 1987 RoboCop. Ooh. So if that one is a remake, that means that the one that just came out is also a remake of a remake. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say that RoboCop was the original you are correct it's peter weller right yeah yeah it was original it was actually inspired by blade runner interesting yeah that's a great blade runner came out he's like uh so, <laughs> the writer he's like hey yes yeah, so what's this movie about it's like oh some cop chasing down robots he's like robocop you say yes sir. no that's not what i said RoboCop. Uh, <laughs> uh i just finished watching fringe the uh the sci-fi series yeah Highly recommend it, but there is an episode uh, with Peter Weller where uh, he, well, I don't want to give it away, but you should, you should watch it. The <laughs> end. Next up is The Wizard of Oz, the 1936 Judy Garland Wizard of Oz. Well, you know what? I bet, you know, they took the, the book that Frank Baum wrote and they adapted it, but I bet that there was some kind of adaptation before the Judy Garland where, like, it was super scary and Scarecrow was basically just wearing a burlap sack on his head. And the lion was, like, an actual lion that probably didn't live up to PETA regulations. <laughs> and the Tin Man was, like, suffocating in a suit. So I'm going to say that The Wizard of Oz, we all know and love is actually a remake. Mm, you are correct. Ooh, yeah. About all the stuff with the burlap sack. Uh, probably not. <laughs> but um, the most notable first feature film of Wizard of Oz was released in 1925. The other one came out like 14 years later. Wow. Yeah. And people were like, we just had one. Yeah. <laughs> also, we just started making movies with sound. Are we really already doing remakes? No, one, no this one has color. Oh, I see that. Still, oh, right, right, right. <laughs> Next up is 
the year 2000 comedy Meet the Parents, starring Robert De Niro and Ben Stiller. That's another one that seems like it it could be timeless. I'm going to say that was a remake. And you would be correct. Ooh. So, in 1992, there was a small indie film of the same name, Meet the Parents. Um, mm-hmm. And it was mostly unseen. But Universal Studios liked the premise of a man meeting his girlfriend's parents for the first time and acquired the film rights in 1995. Okay, so two more questions. Next one is the 1988 Die Hard. I think that's got to be an original. If there was some kind of previous Die Hard, I don't want to know about it. (laughs) Well, there was a previous Die Hard. Uh, That was a book that the movies adapted from. Oh, he did it. (laughs) You did it. Yeah, it's um yeah, Die Hard is um actually based off of a book called Nothing Lasts Forever that came out in 1979. And that was a sequel to the 1996 The Detective, which was adapted into a film in 1968. So, Die Hard still looked original, <laughs> but wait, so The Detective was a film in 1968 way before Die Hard came out, but is it still the same characters? No. No, okay. It's not John McClane. No. Are you keeping score? I am. I've missed one. Okay, cool. All right. Last question. Or last movie, I should say. Uh, this movie that I did not actually realize was a 90s movie. But, you know, that's the fun things that you learn about this uh, when you're researching. Uh, the 1993 Groundhog's Day. Be interesting if they it's funny you do that i have a question coming up about groundhog day um if they actually remade groundhog day every year i think that would be uh, a pretty fun prank by a very wealthy studio (laughs) let's make Um, it again i i think that's original you're correct yes it's original i just thought it would be fun to have groundhog day a day about remaking a day in the remake category. Oh, look at that. I did it. Okay. I actually have one more question, which will be worth double points if you get it right. Okay. If you choose to accept. I, ch- I accept. Okay. Um, the 1995 Wayans Brothers film, Major Pain. Oh. Um, I'm going to say that was a remake. How dare you? How very dare you? You are correct! Yay! It is a remake of the movie The Private War of Major Benson. You know what? I, I thought it might be. <laughs> that came out in 1990 or 1955. Yeah. Well, there you go. There's, there's round one. You got what? I guess you got all... I got ten correct and one wrong. Ten correct, one wrong. So, I guess I put you at ten, eleven points. Oh, because that one was double. So, no, I got... Yep. 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 Great. Yep. Yep. Great. And those listening at home, or wherever you are, uh, let us know how you're doing. Twitter. Instagram. It's it's now my turn to answer questions. All right. So, now the tables turn. Uh, Ricky, I want to start by saying I'm sorry. No. I... (laughs) did not realize it would be some kind of like uh two choice format 
All of my questions are open answer. <laughs> no! Some of them are more forgiving than others, <laughs> but not many of them. Okay. Uh. So, <laughs> my first category is called Past Tense. Okay. These are all movies that deal with uh, time travel. I am time not travel movies. do well. This is going to be difficult <laughs> and possibly not enjoyable for you. Okay. <laughs> but we're going to go through them at a pretty good pace. All right. So the pain won't last long. <laughs> Ready. All right. First question. We'll start with the Groundhog Day question. Mm -hmm. How many years did Phil Connor spend in Punxsutawney? What? <laughs> okay. The first thing that came to mind is seven years. Okay. And that will be my final answer. Okay, so initially Harold Ramis said that he was there about 10 years, but he later revised that saying that he was probably closer to 30 to 40 years based on the amount of skills he picked up. So, so I about was, 35 years. So I was close either way. You were close in the sense that the original script said that he was there for 10,000 years. So I'm going to give you a half point. <laughs> I will take it. Uh. All right. Second question. <laughs> you see what I mean? This is not going to be fun for you. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> question number two. What was the original design for the time machine in Back to the Future? Big blue box that was bigger on the inside. Close. I, okay, I'm actually going to say it looked closer to, like, the time machine from, like, the book. Because that was, like, also mm. a vehicle. So, maybe, like, a right. Cadillac? I'm going to say it's, like, a, like, or, like, a, not, like, like, something that has an open top. Okay. It was actually a, well, you're kind of, you're kind of right. Because it was a pickup truck that had an open top bed, and in the bed was a refrigerator, and you got in the refrigerator to travel through time. This was like early, early script. What? So again, another half point. <laughs> One whole point. <laughs> we should have talked more about like format. I think. No, this is great. This is this is the fun part. Like just figuring out how. We come up with these questions because the, I want to know. Like, these are really interesting. The actual questions oh. are interesting. So you say it was a pickup truck where it's open bed and I guess while you were driving the pickup truck, you had to get into the fridge. I, I'm not really sure. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I, don't know. I just I, I know it was a refrigerator was like the main component of it, but they were worried that kids would uh, climb into their refrigerators. Oh, absolutely. And so they're like, that's super unsafe. Oh, I was yeah. planning like on that episode of doing that as soon as we get done with this podcast. <laughs> I'm going to the 50s. <laughs> no, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> um, speaking, you mentioned the book, The Time Machine. My next question, who wrote that book? It's been adapted. <laughs> it's been adapted into so many movies. Who wrote the original? <laughs> Oh. 
Oh, I have absolutely no clue. <sighs> that would be H.G. Wells. No! That's who I thought! I just... Oh, no, I'm doing that thing. I'm trying to overcompensate because I was actually wrong. That... The actual person who came to mind was C.S. Lewis. I just knew I was wrong. Mm. But I knew it was like initial, initial word. Yeah, like B.F. Goodrich. <laughs> Yeah, or Johnny uh, B. Good. Yeah, yeah. H. Um, G. Wells. It's the same guy that wrote uh, War of the Worlds. Oh, yeah. So you can ask him what it was like to work with Tom Cruise. <laughs> I will. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what other time traveler had a cameo in Terminator Genesis? Did you see Terminator Genesis? I did. What other time So traveler? I'm not talking about the main time traveler. Okay. Yeah. Which is typically yeah, yeah. Terminator. Who what other time traveler was Matt in Smith? The doctor. Matt Smith. Yes. There you go. One whole point. <laughs> yes. Uh speaking of, the doctor, Bill, and Ted all have what in common? The Doctor, Bill, and Ted. Uh, phone booth. Yep. Yes. They all travel in a phone they booth. They all travel in a phone booth. All right. Let's see. What do we want to do next? <laughs> Are we having fun yet? <laughs> all right. This is good. All right. Name a Jake Gyllenhaal time travel movie that is not Donnie Darko. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Okay, Jake Gyllenhaal, time travel, not Donnie Darko. I'll give you a clue. They were going to make it into a TV show until they realized it would have been too awesome. Too awesome. That's just a personal opinion. There's no, like, wordplay there. Okay. It would have been a really awesome show. I'm going to get... Well, no, he's not in that movie. No. What movie were you I was thinking? Gonna, I was thinking about the Nickelodeon movie Clock Stoppers. Yeah, it's not that. Okay. Because that's not even technically a... T- I mean, depends on how you look at it. Um, okay. Mm, I can't... It's just a bunch of vandals in a clock store. <laughs> it's just... It's just that one scene in Hook. <laughs> um, I'm going to say Bubble Boy. Interesting. The answer is Source Code. What's that? Oh, I recommend Source Code. So he gets into this time travel tank and is able to go back in time into the body, kind of like a quantum leap <gasps> thing, of someone on a train. Source Code! And he's trying to prevent the crash of this train. And he, he, get, he keeps getting it wrong. He has to go back and forth, kind of like um, yeah, that, Day After Tomorrow. Yeah. Or no, that was that was actually him. What was the other one? Live, Die, Repeat? Uh, oh, yeah, the Tom Cruise movie. Yeah. The one he worked on with H.G. Wells. Uh, no. uh, edge right. of Tomorrow. This is Edge of Tomorrow. Right. You get a point for that. That was a jump ball. Yes! Yep. I'll take it. Oh, All right. Let's see. Uh, name two movies where Bruce Willis travels through time. Now, there might be more than these two, but I have two listed here. Okay. Two movies where he travels through time. Looper. Mm-hmm. 
And I can't... I don't think he travels through time. Ooh. Okay. I'm going to say Sixth Sense. Wait, no. I mean, I'm going to take that back. I'm going to take that back because I thought it differently. I'll explain it later. Um, Okay. Let's see. Through time, through time, through time. Uh, Fifth Element. So, I don't believe he travels through time in Fifth Element. That's fair. Correct me if I'm wrong. You know what? This was a poorly worded question. The question should be, name two movies where Bruce Willis's character travels through time. Maybe that will Well, that changes everything. Uh, Bruce Willis is, of course, a time traveler. Uh, (laughs) Let me think. I'm still going to stick with Looper. Yeah, that's right. Uh, What? Let's see. Time travel. Bruce Willis. Time travel. So in this, Bruce Willis is actually staying where he is. But another version of him is traveling through time. Ah, okay. I got it. Thank you. (laughs) It's similar to how they used to name movies way back when. The boy, right? The boy. Uh, The kid. So close. (laughs) The kid, yes. Uh, Yeah. Thank you. Looper and the kid. I'll take it. spiritual sequel. All right. We just have three left in this category. Okay. And we are going to... Here we go. Here we go. This one has a more finite pool of answers. What Harry Potter film first introduced the use of magic in the wizarding world as a way to turn back time? Oh. Hmm. I'm going to say the third one. And what is the name of the third one? Okay. I know you're doubting everything you've ever known right now. I want to say... The Sorcerer's Stone, I'm going to say Goblet of Fire. Do you want to take some time to think about that? <laughs> I can only think of... No, all right. So Sorcerer's... Okay, I'm just going to say Chamber of Secrets. I'm sorry, Harry Potter fans, because I'm probably wrong. That is my final answer. So you were correct that it is the third one. Okay. But the third one is named or titled Harry Potter... And the prisoner of Azkaban. Uh, so I'll give you a half point for knowing it was the third one. I'll take one. the half point. Now, Ricky, mm-hmm. you're based out of Texas. Sure am. So we're going to change gears okay. and focus on a time travel movie that takes place in Texas. Uh, in fact, it was an ultra low budget time travel film. That was directed, produced, written by, had music edited by, video edited by, and stars Shane Carruth. What's the name of that movie, Ricky? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, did all of that for the movie Time Travel mm-hmm. Boyhood. That's kind of like time travel, isn't it? Yeah. But like the slow way, just like... Yeah, kind of how we all travel yeah. through time. You know, second by second. Yeah. And in the right order. Right. <laughs> the movie is Primer. 
Primer. Primer. It's on Netflix. I'll check it it's out. It's very confusing. Yeah. Primer. Okay. Uh, written by H.G. Wells, right? Yeah. H.G. Wells wrote Primer uh, with Shane Carruth. <laughs> All right. Last question. Right. Last question. In what movie do Loki and Yellow Jacket entertain Talia Agul? <laughs> Uh, it's a time travel movie. Loki mm-hmm. and Yellow Jacket. Talia, a ghoul. Oh man! See, these questions are great. I, uh, I, I mean, I you won't get out of this with flattery, Ricky. <laughs> so good. Uh, seriously, I, I am stumped. I'm going to go out on a limb and say butterfly effect. Ooh, good guess. I almost had a question about butterfly effect. Half a point. I'll take it. (laughs) (laughs) Half a point for intent. (laughs) Um, Right. So you have Tom Hiddleston as Loki and then Corey Stoll as Yellow Jacket from Mm -hmm. Ant-Man. And then uh, Talia Ghul, uh, spoiler alert, Marianne Cotillard. From Inception fan. Yeah. I forgot that was supposed spoiler. Yeah. Yeah, right. All of them together make up Midnight in Paris. Really? You're yeah. right. Wow. Good movie. Good. Man. That was great. I did not do as well as you. <laughs> but that was a great well, quiz. You gave me a 50-50 shot on every one, and I give you... An open-ended quiz on all of uh, <laughs> cinema. So, well, it, I don't know if it was even. It's okay because my next one is going to be an essay, so it has to be MLA formatted. Cite your sources. Uh, okay, so the score is Grayson has eleven. I have five point five. Um, great, great. No, that was that was seriously a fun quiz. I really enjoyed it. Um, that was good. All right, so round two. For me, or my next round, I should say, uh, technically round three, um, I had a lot of fun coming up with this one. The research in it was a ton of fun. So, I call this quiz Electric Boogaloo. Whoa, this sounds like something I'm gonna be terrible at. So, Grayson, as you know, most sequels have some kind of colon title to their name. Oh, my God. <laughs> like ele- like break in two colon electric boogaloo. So okay. I'm gonna list off some of those names, like some of the like the colon titles, and you have to match to the movie it's attached to. So example, he- here's a sample question. Okay, this is worth mm-hmm. no points, but secret of the ooze. And what am I supposed to do with You're that? You're supposed to tell me what is the movie franchise. That that time, yeah. So that so that would be Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. So that yeah. So Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two colon Secret of the Ooze. That's what it was called. So two. Okay, got yeah. it. Yeah. All right. Cool. I like that. That's really cool. good. All right. So here we go. One more time, everybody's feeling fine. Please don't sue us. <laughs> do, 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 don't sue us. All right. So. 
First one. Yes. Judgment Day. Terminator 2. You are correct. <laughs> All right. Full throttle. Oh, what are they throttling? <laughs> Is that Fast and Furious? I'm going to say Fast and Furious. Incorrect. It is Charlie's Angels 2. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, the Cameron Diaz, uh, Lucy Liu, Andrew Barrymore, Charlie's Angels, to be specific. Man. All right. And Bernie Mac. <laughs> That's right. Uh, all right. Next one. Their first assignment. Now you're just being vindictive <laughs> for the last round. That sounds made up. Their first assignment. So it's a group. Um, it sounds like an older thing. Someone's being sent. I'm going to say A-team. Mm. That's incorrect. Oh, my goodness. That is the second police academy. I'm gonna punch a wall. Don't worry, you're all, you're in the lead, so you're you're fine. That lead is slipping. <laughs> okay, now <laughs> I want I'm gonna now I'm going to well okay. I'm sorry for this one because this one's really tough. Um, so I I'm just apologizing. The sequel. Is it the sequel or the squeakquel? The sequel. Kung Pao 2? Oh, that's actually really good. Yes. It's actually Airplane 2. Oh, you're right. Airplane 2, the sequel. Sky's the limit. <laughs> oh, that would have been great. <laughs> that would have been great. Uh, I'm pretty sure that was like the tagline for it. Uh. Don't pander to me, Ricky. You don't, it's okay. It's fine. Okay. So I've had three straight X's. All right. Next one. The Smell of Fear. Ooh. Maybe it's a horror film. Probably not Nightmare on Elm Street. He doesn't really have a nose. I will give you one hint. Think in the realm of your previous correct answer. Or the previous correct. Or the previous question. Previous question. The one I just got wrong, yeah, which was airplane. Uh-huh. So this is, um, it's not Naked Gun, uh, which would be my first guess. Man, I'm gonna say something that I've never heard of, like Fraternity House <laughs> Two. Uh, I'm so sorry, Grayson. You actually did have a right answer. It was Naked Gun Two and a half. The smell of fear. Oh. See, I thought it was just Naked Gun two and a half. No, it was Naked Gun two and a half. Colon the smell of fear. Oh, because the third one is Naked Gun. What thirty three mm-hmm. and one third? Or... Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, it's, it's redemption time. All right. The next one. Mm-hmm. The revenge. I know what you did last summer too. That that you know movie is I still know what you did last summer. Oh. 
You're so right. I will, I will let you have a second guess. I'll, I'll let you have a second guess on this one. The Revenge. And I'll give you one more hint. I'll give you one more hint. It is a sequel to a movie that we have reviewed on the podcast at this juncture. No. That's not... That's going to bug me like crazy. It's not Batman. Because that's just Batman Returns. It's not... Uh, Charlie Brown. <laughs> You're a cold, hard killer, Charlie <laughs> Brown. I'm not. I'm not gonna get it. Jaws. Oh, Jaws! You know, this all came out on Netflix. No way. Yeah. Nice. Just missed it. Uh, uh, okay. So next one, State of the Union. State of the Union. So that seems like something where they were running for office in the first mm-hmm. one, became president at the end. And then the second one is about them in office. That or a Civil War film. Lincoln 2. It was actually uh, Marvel Civil War 2, State of the Union. Uh, No. um, No, what was it? It's actually Triple X. Oh, that's right. The sequel to Triple X starring Vin Diesel who in the sequel did not reprise his role. Instead, they got Ice Cube to fill the role as, like, the Vin Diesel character. But then Vin Diesel came back for this new one. Yeah. The Return of Alexander Cage. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like having a substitute teacher. It's like that. It's it's like the Born Legacy with Jeremy Renner. Oh, Jeremy Renner. Yeah. Yeah. What happens if you're a sleeper agent in the woods <laughs> and just want some peace and quiet in your cabin? Cabin gets a blown up. <laughs> well, I'm on a fantastic losing streak yep. here. I got the first one right and the rest of them wrong. Don't worry. You still have three more. Um, and you're already still in the lead by uh, 6.5 points. Um, Whoa. <laughs> So, uh, next one is Game Over. Is that Tron? No. Is Spy Kids 3D. You really found a knack <laughs> of picking movies I never watched. This, uh, this took a surprising amount of time. Like, this took longer than the other set of questions to find because I thought that this this is, I thought more movies would have colon titles and a lot of them don't. <laughs> What did you Google search to find these? I don't know because I burned my computer afterwards. <laughs> Legacy. Okay, this seems like it should be fine. Legacy. Legacy. Now, I will say this. I didn't realize this was a colon title because I thought that this was just what the name of the movie was. So, I... It's just called Legacy? No, I, I thought... So it is the same as the other ones. I just didn't know that the colon was there. Is it the Born Legacy? It is not. Oh. But it's something like that. It was just like, oh, yeah. It's as if Born Legacy was Born colon Legacy. So hmm. that's all I will give you. The uh, Van Helsing Legacy. That's incorrect. I'm so sorry because you were so close. You know how close you were? You were one question away close. 
because it's Tron. Tron Legacy. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that was a colon. Yeah, either. I was just like, oh, I guess that's a, I guess that's the thing. You know what's really frustrating too? For some reason, when you said that as a joke in my head, I thought Big Lebowski too. Which totally makes sense with Jeff Bridges' role in Tron Legacy. Ooh, wow. Again, these aren't movies that I necessarily saw, but I saw the trailers and I walked past the posters (laughs) on my way out of other movies. (laughs) Oh, yeah, there's that poster. Uh, All right, last one. I I believe in you. I think you can get this one. Put me out of my misery. (laughs) Cruise Control. I know it's not Fast and the Furious. You are correct in that. I know it's not Minority Report. You are correct. It is not either of those two. Is it... Um... Well... It could be... I keep thinking Cruise in USA. <laughs> <laughs> Need for Speed. I'm going to say Need for Speed... To cruise control, I will give you. I, made a I will give one. you half point. I will give you half point because it was speed racer. No, I'll give you half point because you technically said it with extra words. It's speed too. Oh yeah, but I was picturing Aaron Paul the whole time. <laughs> I'll give you half points because you. Ugh. Yeah, because there's no need for it. It was just speed too. Colon cruise control. No, the need was me, uh, the need to get something yeah. <laughs> correct in that category. Yeah. All right, well. You did it. You made it through. So that puts me at 12 and a half mm-hmm. points after both my rounds. Awesome. And that puts me at 5.5. Let's see how this next round goes. All right, here we go. Okay, so this last full round is titled... Too soon. T W O S O O N. For each of these, for each of these questions, you're looking for two answers. <laughs> since it is the second round that I am asking okay. you questions, yeah, it'll make sense as, as you go through. I I should also say one more okay. thing, since it's too soon. You know, people like make jokes about historical events and they go, too soon. All of these questions have some kind of historical relevance. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they could be biopics. They could be based on true stories. Uh, That kind of thing. Oh, interesting. Okay. And have two answers. Hence, too soon. I really force fit the premise (laughs) to match the title. I like it. So, all right. First question. What two major periods in history have been revised by Quentin Tarantino? Okay. Um, World War II. Yes. And the 90s. Hmm. Wait, I'm, let me think. Tantino. Oh, the early 90s. <laughs> I get, like, Western? Like, I don't know, like... Yeah, I'll give that to you. The Civil War era. Oh, okay. Django. Yeah, so is that just... It's pre... Yeah, so those are his historical ones are, like... Hateful Eight, Django, um, yeah, and so it's like Glorious Bastards. And to clarify, so point system: if I get both right, that's one point. 
Oh, uh, if you get both right, each of them are, are a point. Yes. Oh, no, actually, no, that's one point, because otherwise there's no way for me to catch <laughs> okay. up that's, if you that's pass fair, it. So each one, each one is a half okay. point. Together, they form one Got point. It. Okay, cool. All right. Okay. Martin Sheen and Charlie Sheen, respectively, depicted the horrors of Vietnam in which two movies? The Full Metal Jacket? No. You watch more Sheen movies. All right, Hot Shot and Hot Shot Two. So close. <laughs> Apocalypse Now and Platoon. Oh goodness. Oh man, I'm sure there are yeah. so many people listening to this and just yelling at us. It's like, of course it's Platoon. Okay. Next question: Which two actors have most recently played Steve Jobs? Ooh, Ashton Kutcher. And Magneto. Uh, Michael Fassbender. Correct. Okay, good. I seriously couldn't remember his name for a I second know, that there. tricks me up. Like uh, nobody else's name Fassbender, except for Mr. and Mrs. Fassbender. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm having dinner with them next week. <laughs> the Fassbenders. Oh, they're so nice. Ah, okay. Good. All right. Two. I'm kind of catching up. Catching up. Catching up. All right, uh, speaking of Magneto, name two Steven Spielberg films that take place during World War II. Schindler's List Mm -hmm. and Indiana Jones. You know what? I'm going to count that. Yes! Yeah. Uh, I was thinking Schindler's List and Saving Private Ryan. Oh. But you made it more fun. (laughs) That's fun as you can make that. Right. Yes. Um, so, so extra oh. points for... I'll, I'll take it. I'll just take it. For, for ingenuity and friendship. <laughs> cool. What two Oscar-nominated biopics revolve around challenged math geniuses? I'm going to say Goodwill Hunting and Rain Man. Those are both very good answers. Um, I'm going to stress the biopic part of it. Biopic. Oh, biopic. That these oh, these goodness. are based on true, like real people. Okay. Which I'm not sure. I think the others were maybe inspired by, but these are like the history of their lives in these two movies. I'm gonna stick with my answers. All right. We're looking for a beautiful mind with Russell oh. Crowe and the theory of everything. Huh. Uh, which is more recent. Yeah. Wow. I didn't realize the beautiful Stephen mind was Hawking. a biopic. Yeah. Pretty sad. So half a point for learning something. I'll, I'll just good. And courage. <laughs> okay. How we feeling? I'm Let's good. move on to the next question. Name two movies that follow the events of nine eleven. Goo. The category is called too soon. Yeah, that's that's accurate. Um, but there are two major ones that came out. Um, well, actually, there there are a couple. We're just looking for two of them. Man, that is tough because I can't. I cannot tell you a single title, but I know there's one that I want to say Nicolas Cage was in, and I want to say there's one that Tom Hanks was in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
that's all I can tell you. Yeah, the Tom Hanks one was nominated for Best Picture. Okay. I think that's all I have. I can't think of any other one, like, t- title-wise. I know that there are other ones out there. I just can't remember the name of it. Was it called Ground Zero? So there's World Trade Center was one oh. of them. Uh, United 93 was uh, one of the first that came out. Okay. Um, and uh, the Tom Hanks one was extremely loud and incredibly close. Yeah, I was not going to get any of those titles. But I should have gotten the World Trade Center one. See, so we got four more questions. All right. What two West Wing stars have played JFK? Uh, 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 I, uh, mm, JFK. Uh, Martin Sheen? Yes. Yes. Okay, good. That's one. I'll take the half point. That's, you played that's him all. in the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. That's all, I, that's all I can recall. Martin Sheen. What I'll if I were to go point. Jackie Onassis? I'm blanking on his name. Go ahead. Tell me. Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe. Uh, all right. I will take that point five. <laughs> now I'm at six, seven, eight, nine. All right. I'll take nice. it. All right. We're going to speed through the remaining ones of these. And then I have a, an all-encompassing question uh, as we wrap up these rounds. Okay. Uh, all right. What two historically based films were directed by Mel Gibson? Passion of the Christ. Yes. And man, I'm blanking. Now with this one, it wasn't necessarily historically accurate, but it represented a historical time. Then The Patriot. I don't think he directed that though. Okay. Then so that's, that's a good guess. The Patriot. <laughs> Looking for Apocalypto. Ooh, I forgot about that movie entirely. Yeah, a you're right. A lot of people did, even when it was out. <laughs> uh, I will take the half point. We're going to go way back. Who are the two leads in the comedy Year One? <laughs> uh, Michael Sarah and Jack Black. That is correct. Yeah. Bam. Full point. Yes. What right. 1996 dark comedy has spun off two critically acclaimed seasons of television? And for this, you're just looking for one title. The two is in the fact that there's two seasons. Okay, say it one more time. What 1996 dark comedy has spun off two critically acclaimed seasons of television? I can tell you who it stars, too. I would love that. Yes. Or two of the stars. It's an ensemble cast, but uh, two of the stars are William H. Macy and Steve Buscemi. What show is Steve Buscemi in? He wasn't in the show, though. He's only in the movie. In uh, fact, I don't think there's anyone from the uh, from the movie that's okay. in the show. I could so be wrong I, about that. So I need to tell you what the show is. Yeah, just the name of the show. Well, the show and the movie have the same name. Okay. Stevie Shimmy. Dark comedy. Francis McDormand's also in it. And everyone I've told you is in the movie. Okay. In the television version, you have people like Colin Hanks. You have Billy Bob Thornton. You have The Hobbit. 
Oh man, I am blanking. I don't know. Fargo. Uh <laughs> erstwhile on Fargo. Wow. Yeah, because that new series is out. Yeah. Wow. That was good. That was a great quiz. Thanks. I'm going to combine the two uh, categories as well, because what, what's the difference in uh, points right now? All right, so I have 10.5, and you have 12.5. That's pretty close. Yeah. Um, so this may be foolish, but in the interest of making it a real barn burner... <laughs> I'm going to ask a question that combines the two uh, two categories together. Question is: What actor appears in both one of the highest earning historical fiction films of all time, as well as one of the most popular time travel films of all time? Oh my goodness! So one of the biggest historical fiction films, one of the biggest time travel films. There's a guy. That was in both of them. All right. Historical fiction. Biggest historical fiction. Historical, historical fiction. fiction in the sense that this event that it depicts really happened, but the characters in it are more based on a, a narrative to move right. the story. And then time travel. Historical fiction and time travel. Man, that is tough. Good question, man. Um, hmm. I'm gonna say Harrison Ford. And what would the movies be? Uh, I'm gonna say. <laughs> Didn't I'm, know I'm, there would be a follow up question. <laughs> I'm gonna say Indiana Jones for historical fiction. Um, and then time travel. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I can I think I was thinking of, uh, the. I can just imagine the cover where he's like running away from someone. Fugitive. The actor that we're looking for is Billy Zane. Oh, wow. Because he plays the the boyfriend, fiance guy in Titanic. Oh. And then he's one of Biff's, Biff's henchmen in Back to the Future. Wow. Billy yeah. Zane. So. Wow. That's impressive. Thanks. I would not have made that connection. So final question then for me is uh, going back to time travel specifically. Uh, you ever see the movie Mr. Peabody and Sherman? Uh-huh. So uh, a lot of great voice acting in that. Um, the voice of Mr. Peabody is played by what actor who made his claim to fame as the father of season one Luke from Modern Family? Oh, yeah, I thought that was Chris Parnell. It rhymes with Parnell. That would be Ty Burrell. Ty Burrell. Mr. Peabody. So. Dad of season one Luke from Modern Family. <laughs> Way to bring it home. So half a point because I got a counterpart? I'll half just take what point. I have. Uh, <laughs> that's great. So I think the final tally is... 10.5 to 12.5. Real close. You did it. You did it, Grayson. Congratulations. Thanks, Ricky. <laughs> I couldn't have done it without your decidedly easier questions in the first <laughs> round. And my fall from grace and your impossibly <laughs> difficult questions in the second round. 
Ah, good. I'm glad. Uh, great. So that just about does it for our first ever uh, movie trivia challenge. Let us know what you thought of the questions. Let us know how many points you got um, on Twitter. And uh, we are at Flashback Flicks. Also, let us know on Instagram if you feel inclined to. Also, at Flashback Flicks. And uh, let us know uh, what you thought of the trivia challenge uh, by giving us a review on iTunes. Leave us a review uh, giving a... Um, like a colon title, like flashback flicks, colon, full throttle, just oh. like a... Except better. Yeah. <laughs> better than that. <laughs> and, uh, and be sure to follow us on Instagram where we will be uh, letting you guys know what movie we will be reviewing next time right here on the flashback flicks retro movie podcast until next time remember to be kind and rewind